0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to Mindfully Rich Podcast, your weekly look at life and finances with a twist where we talk about improving your overall relationship with money and building better financial habits. On each episode, I'll discuss real-life situations and give y'all practical advice. The point of this podcast is to help you stand your financial lane and to enhance your overall financial behaviors so you won't end up broke. I'm your creator and host, Richie. Now, let's jump into today's conversation. What's up, y'all? I know you're probably looking down like, what's going on? It's not Friday. We still getting an episode on Friday. You most definitely are, yes. I am doing a bonus episode for y'all because May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and I wanted to make sure that I am giving y'all some awareness on mental health and how it relates to finances because there is a direct correlation between your financial health, your money, your finances, and your actual mental health. And so I didn't want to let the whole month of May go past without me talking about that direct correlation. And so this is a tough, I'm not going to say tough topic. It's a topic that's really near and dear to me. So hopefully I don't get emotional while doing this episode, but I do feel that this information is so vital to know. Okay, so let's gonna get real on today's episode. Okay, gonna get real vulnerable with y'all. Okay, stripping naked almost. Okay, so I wanna talk about how financial worries contribute to mental illness. Okay, y'all, so in my professional opinion, I believe when you're exhibiting financial stress, financial worries, you then develop mental health problems, which makes it harder for you to have any willpower. And it also makes it very hard for you to make the best decisions you need to make. Most of the things that we do have some type of price tag associated with it or some type of spending determination or decision that we're gonna have to make. That's the reason why it's so important to talk about the correlation between our money and our mental health. And so when you're having any type of money issues or financial worries, you then can develop depression, which is a mental illness, anxiety, You can develop substance abuse. You can also develop a new term that I'm coining, and I don't know if it's a real term, but when I was doing my research, I didn't see it. So I was like, "Uh uh-uh, this is a new word. Financial avoidance. That's something that I know quite a few people have done, and I'm gonna tell y'all a story about when I even did this in my own life. It's gonna get real today on this podcast because talking about mental health and mental illness as a whole, is something that needs to be discussed more in your black and brown communities because I'm a black woman. So I want to ensure that I'm doing my part and contributing to this conversation and also so people can feel seen and heard because I don't know what y'all are going through. So I can only imagine people who tune into podcasts, y'all are a different bunch of people. Y'all are tuning in because you're trying to learn. You're trying to get some type of new perspective so that you can make your financial situation better, especially listening to my podcast, which talks about money. So that's what I'm using here in this example. But going back to what I was saying, when you have those financial worries, when you're worrying about money, where your next dollar is going to come in, when you broke, things like that, depression, anxiety, that substance abuse, when you're exhibiting that financial avoidance. It's not good for your mental health and it's not good for your decision-making. You can't make any decisions. You can't make the best decisions that you need to make when your mind is being messed with, when you don't feel that willpower that's making you figure out new solutions, right? When we have willpower, our mind is thinking in a direction of solutions. But when we don't, when we're depressed, when we're going through... Your mind can't do that because all you're seeing is mostly the bad in the situation. You don't even have, you don't even, it's like not wanting to get up. I don't know if y'all have ever been depressed before or had anxiety, but it's like a feeling of if you're laying down, you just can't rise up. Right? And that's not good. That's not good at all. And so I want to tackle being financially avoidant, right? Because If you've ever been, I always use this term broke. I say this with love because I've been there, okay? I'm not saying this to pick on nobody. I'm saying this because I didn't sat in that broke seat, okay? And I'm not far removed from it, all right? And so financial avoidance is something that I believe we do when we don't want to deal with our situation at hand. So whether that's I can't pay a bill right now or I'm not making enough money or I've racked up way too much debt. You just become avoidant. You sit in it. Sitting in it then makes you sit there and go through depression. You then have that anxiety because if the phone rings and if it's somebody calling on that debt, then if that's going into collections, if that lender is coming to pick up, say the vehicle, or if your home is going to for, going into foreclosure, those are things that cause anxiety. And then you can't sleep. People who have lots of big amounts of debt, they don't sleep because you can't sleep because you're thinking about how am I gonna make it or you're figuring out what's my next move. If you're taking care of a family, how am I gonna be able to take care of the family? How are we gonna do this? How are we gonna be able to do that, right? It's hard to be solution-based when you are exhibiting financial stress which is now affecting your mental health. I've been there, y'all, and it sucked. It absolutely sucked. When I went through my divorce, I talked about this quite a few. If you have been listening to the podcast any amount of time, you know that my divorce comes up quite a bit, okay? Pivotal moment in my life, okay? And so when I went through my divorce, y'all, getting vulnerable, that was back in 2015. I had never paid rent before. So I go through a divorce here in California and I'm now paying rent for the first time in life in California. Okay. That says a lot. And if you don't know what that's saying, it's expensive to live here in California. Okay. I don't know what, how it is where y'all live at, but it was really, really expensive. Okay. Woo. I'm getting emotional. I was robbing Peter. To PayPal. Okay. Do y'all hear me? I moved into an area that I couldn't afford just because I wanted to still keep my kids in an area that looked like the areas that they had been raised in because I was ashamed. My ego had taken over me and I wanted to still give them the look that we were still fine, but we weren't. They were good, but inside me being the new provider, solo provider, I wasn't because I wasn't being responsible. I thought that I was going to be able to come up with this big solution to assist us. But me making that decision to move us into a place that we couldn't afford now put me in a position to rack up lots of debt lots of debt y'all. Okay. Along with going through a divorce because I had never been in this position before. My mind, that's what happens when you're going through mental illness. When you're financially stressed, that mental illness starts taking place. Your mind isn't operating the way that it should. And I've been in this industry for a long time, but it can happen to me. Okay. I'm not perfect y'all. I'm not Yes, I know the things to do. I was able to get out of that situation, but I feel short too because I'm not perfect. And so going through that, racking up all of that that debt that ended up happening just so that I can provide a living, that was something that took me out for a good three years. I was financially stressed out and worried for three years straight until I was able to get myself out of that. And that's the reason why we're talking about this because there are solutions. There are solutions. You don't have to stay financially stressed out, financially vulnerable when you're in a spot where you have more debt than income or you're financially coping where you're in that paycheck to paycheck realm. You don't have to stay in that position. So I had to work really, really hard to get out of that. And I don't know if y'all in the same spot or are nearing that spot, but there are solutions for you. So that way you can get in a better spot financially. And so once again, Mental Health Awareness Month, when you're thinking about solutions, when you're financially stressed, when you're in that financially vulnerable spot, you have to seek help. And because it's Mental Health Awareness Month, seeking help therapy-wise, sitting with someone, talking to them about everything because you're going to unpack every single thing and finances is going to fall into there seek help seek that therapist now y'all probably wondering did you yes I did okay I haven't been able to find someone that works but I have had the sessions to understand okay I got a chance to really say this out loud because we are good as people and I don't know about y'all let me just say me then because I don't want to put this on y'all I was really good at lying to myself saying it's okay when it's not okay. And we have to, as people get good with saying, I'm not okay. Because the more you lie to yourself, the more financially avoidant you become. You have to admit to yourself that there is a problem before you can ever start fixing that problem. So seeking help getting a therapist, talking those things out that need to be said so you can hear it out loud, okay? That's gonna be your step one, realizing that there is a problem and talking to someone about that problem, okay? Some other things that I think you can do, so being solution-based, Seeking resources. Listening to this podcast, this is a resource to you financially because this is a podcast where I talk about money and finances. This is a resource. There are other podcasts out there, so many. There are influencers out there looking at IG pages, Facebook pages, online, the internet, your financial institutions themselves. They have financial education that can assist you. There's so many solutions, but I understand this. Let me tell you this. When you're in a situation, it don't seem like there are no solutions. It doesn't even feel like that you can even lift your hand up to even type anything in to find it. I get it. But when you're strong enough, look for those resources. Also, seek that help. Talk to that therapist, okay? Okay. And as we're talking about solutions to get you out of that financially stressed out position, you also want to take inventory of both your income and your expenses, those bills, all of those things that normally entails... You need to look at your actual bank statement because that's the one thing I tell people. Your bank statement is not going to lie to you. We can lie to ourselves all day. I don't spend a lot. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. Your bank statement going to be, you absolutely did it. Look at this, 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 and this, okay? (laughs) It's going to show you that you need to know how much money you make versus the amount of money that you are spending on your bills, the things that you pay on credit, the things you don't pay on credit, the bills that you have acquired. Okay. The bills that you have now made up. Okay. And what that means for those people are like, what are bills that you make up? I get my nails done. That is now a bill. Okay. That's a thing. Now that is something I have to include in my actual budget. You have to look at all of those things. And so you heard me talk earlier about the situation that I got myself into due to me deciding to live above my means by getting a place that was something that I couldn't afford. I put myself out financially in all other areas because I was spending way too much in housing, right? And so in doing that, I then now knew I didn't have enough income. If I wanted to continue, if I, we all build the lifestyles that we want to have for our lives, right? I knew for the lifestyle that I want to have, I needed to make more money. It wasn't anything that I can cut because the only area I was overspending in was in housing. I had to make more money. That was my situation. When you're taking inventory of your income, your bills, your expenses, you may find that you can cut a bill out. You can cut an expense out. We're all going to be different. In my situation, I didn't have anything else to cut because I had cut cut it, okay? I had cut everything, okay? I knew housing was where I was overspending at. Nothing else gets it. I didn't go on vacation. We couldn't go out to eat. We was, let me tell you, I was recycling. I was up there at the can place turning in. There was nothing else that I can do. The only thing that I can do was make money, make more money. But that was me analyzing my situation when I was finally able to lift my hand up right? Because remember I said, when you're in that position, it feels like you can't lift your hands. You can't feel like you can't even get up. But when I was able to, I then dissected what it was that I needed to do so that I can get myself out of this situation. Okay, And I don't know what your situation may entail, but make sure that you're taking inventory of your income and your expenses so you can see what needs to happen next. And that's something you can do on your own. It doesn't always take you to speak with, say a financial person to do those things because you know how much money you're spending. You also know and see how much money is coming in. Our financial behaviors are all dictated on us. If we wanna change something, that's all on us. We just have to want to do it, okay? The next step is creating a budget. You have to create a budget. You know, after you've taken inventory of income, bills, expenses, things like that, how much you got coming in, how much you got going out, you do need to create a budget so you can stay on track. That's what they are. People think that they're restrictive. No, they're there for a reason to make sure that you stay on track. I'll give y'all an example. Today, I went to the store. I had $40. I was going to Chipotle and I needed to go get some more smoothie stuff, right? While I was in Safeway, I ended up seeing these blue chips that I like now. I don't know why I like these chips, but I saw them, right? So I ended up getting them. I said, all right, I can get it because I have budgeted $40 to spend when I go to the store. And as long as this purchase don't go over the $40 that I've budgeted, we good to go. All right. And thank God it stayed within the $40 because I was going to be a little mad. I was. (laughs) That's that envelope method right there. You know, I had to talk to y'all about that later, but I took $40. That was all we had to spend. But creating a budget so that you can stay on track saying, I only have this amount of money to spend on this particular thing and only spending that amount of money on that thing. Okay, and so then after you've done that, seeking help from wh- whoever your current billers are—your utility bills, um, your lenders for credit. Say you have credit cards, or if you have auto loans, you have a home, um, any of those people that you owe on credit, seek help from them. That's something you're gonna want to do once you're able to start being solution based and get up out. Of that funk, of that depression, of that anxiety that you've been going through, of being financial avoidant. Because it happens, y'all. It does. And I'm. please know, I am giving you grace because I know that it happens. I've sat up in my house and drank wine every single day because I couldn't do nothing. And I do this. But that's how down I had got. That's how far gone in my mental illness that I had got. So I know what it's like. Okay. And then also the last thing that I want to say as a solution to help you, once you're able to start gaining your willpower back and to start getting yourself back on track, getting an accountability partner. I can't express this more. I was trying to find some other words. I couldn't figure it out. Y'all sometimes I'd be thinking, i be forgetting words. Okay. I promise y'all I'm smart as hell, but I couldn't think of no words right there. <laughs> But getting an accountability partner, we need accountability partners when it comes to money, because let me tell you what our pride, our egos, our emotions will have us spending money. We do not have having an accountability partner, telling them what your goals are, what you're trying to stop doing, telling them what you want to do and talking with them so that that way they can keep you on track. Cause it ain't nothing like you get on the phone with say your, your homie, your best friend, your bruh, whoever it is you talking to. It's so many words nowadays. Okay. <laughs> so you on the phone and you thinking you about to talk about something good and they like, well, how are you doing with your spending? You be like, what? What's going on? You trust this person. You know, you, you share things with this person. So when they coming at you to keep you accountable, you're going to stay accountable to that. You're going to tell them what's going on. You can lie if you want to, but all you're doing is hurting yourself. So having an accountability partner can help you stay on track. They can help you do the things that you say that you want to do, achieve the goals that you are trying to achieve, and get yourself in a better position than you once were. So getting yourself an accountability partner. I want y'all to know this. If you are a person who is listening to this and you're exhibiting any type of mental illnesses right now due to financial matters, your finances, being financially vulnerable, worrying over finances. I hope that you are listening to my heart in this. I have been in the spot that you are in. I hope that you do seek help. Seek help. Don't let your pride, don't let your ego get in the way of you seeking the help that you need. I've been there. Okay. The American Counseling Society, they coined a hashtag, be kind to your mind. When you're exhibiting that mental health challenge, that mental health illness that's going on, we're not kind to our minds because we're thinking all type of thoughts. I know what helped me get out of mine. I'm hoping that if anybody listening to this, I'm hoping that there has been something that was said today that helps you to get out of yours. For me, I realized my daughter noticed that I wasn't myself. And she said to me, mommy, I thought we were getting a house because we were living in an apartment. She said, mommy, I thought we were getting a house so I could have the big room that you say that I have. And it was that, That made me say, I got to get up. I got to do something about this. It took that to knock me out of my funk because I remember telling both my kids, we not going to be in the apartment long. Mommy going to get us a big house and we going to live in it and y'all going to love it. You're going to have all the space for your rooms and stuff because the apartment we lived in, they didn't have that much space. And so that was the thing. That I needed to knock me out of my funk, and I don't know what it's going to be for you if you're going through that, but you're going to get through it too. Just want to make sure that I say that, and so I hope that y'all have found this information to be beneficial. I hope that it's valuable. I hope that you will share this episode with fifteen people. I know y'all used to hearing people say share it with one person. Share it with 15 people, okay? I think big, okay? I'm a big thinker. I'm a Capricorn, okay? <laughs> so I do want to let y'all know Friday's episode is going to be new. It is, I'm going to be talking about going broke. It's a behavior problem, not a money problem. And let me tell you what, it's some great content in that episode. You ain't going to want to miss it. That's going to be new on. Friday. All right, y'all. So I hope that you have enjoyed this bonus episode and it is mental health awareness month. I hope that if you are going through any type of mental illness right now, that you will do something and you will seek help. So that way you are able to improve your overall situation and rest your mind. And so y'all make sure you live life mindfully, intentionally, and on purpose. And until next time, when I hit y'all with another one.